Ah, uh, like uh, and I'm the that? rabbit. What do you call that? Uh, that cartoon character, Bugs Bunny, Elmer, Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. Is it Elmer Fudd? Elmer Fudd. Is that the Bugs bald Bunny? one? That's the bald one. He talks like yeah. I can't never do his voice, but he has like a like a fucked up voice. He's like, the lisp. Yeah, the lisp. Uh, what's that? Well, no, no, not a lisp. No, Daffy Duck has a lisp. This guy, he just talks like he's a fucking idiot. He stutters like a he, speech impediment. Kind no, of. that's Porky. Wow, there's too many names here. Look, anyways. Wait, there's a pig, a bald-headed guy, and there's another guy. We're talking about, so we look, we're talking about legendary cartoons. You don't know your legendary cartoons? These are legendary fucking characters. What are your top three cartoons of all time? Top three cartoons of all time? All time. All time. Uh, Bobby's World. Never heard of it. Damn. Never heard of it. You're going to get canceled. There is no African that's ever heard of that. Bobby's World. Um, what is Bobby's World about? Bobby's World is about- You don't remember uh, what it's about. No, it's about a little kid named Bobby, <laughs> and he has a crazy imagination, right? These okay. are legendary cartoons. Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Okay. Legendary cartoon. Ninja Turtles. I'll give you that. Ninja legendary Turtles. cartoon. That's you ready for my last one? Hmm. Okay. Bobby's World. Okay, Bobby's World. Ninja Turtles. It's not really a cartoon, but it's a TV show. Could we do live action or is a cartoon? We're going to Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's good. Johnny Bravo was better. No, it wasn't. Oh, Look, my goodness. While we're speaking about legends, okay. who I have sitting across from me right now is the man, the myth, and the legend. What? All three? All three. All three of them. Because I feel like everybody sees you on these podcasts, but I don't know that they know that you are really the true mastermind behind all this shit. Oh, I can't take all the Look, credit. Look, you're going to take, I'm going to give you all the credit right now because if it wasn't for you, my podcast would still be, be I don't even think it'd be written down. It'd just still be up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to, to, still in my head. it'd still be up in my head. So, I mean, you, you seem like, from what I know, you could bring a lot out of people. How did you get into this podcast world? Like, what, like, where did it all come from? Where was you doing before? Mm -hmm. How do we get all the way up until right now? Let's start from the top. So as far as podcasting, I was kind of like, I don't want to say like every black kid in the sense that I wanted to be a rapper. So <laughs> back in the day, not even back in the day, like probably my senior year of high school, I got introduced to like a microphone and Pro Tools. Gotcha. Pro Tools is like one of the best editors, probably still up to date. And I had to kind of teach myself how to edit the audio mm -hmm. because getting a producer or someone on Craigslist to help you out was just too expensive. Gotcha. Yeah. So I taught myself how to do that. It turns out I was actually a terrible rapper. <laughs> Sadly, crazy, right? I think that's 90% of kids in America that think that they can be rappers actually can't. Well, that's the thing though. You're supposed to well, be a basketball player or um, be a rapper, right? Let's not, let, let, yeah. We're putting out stats and these statistics that uh, are just untrue. Numbers ain't supporting it. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. So you're like, I can't be a rapper. I like these microphones. I like this editing shit. Yeah. Let's go. Then I went to college. So kind of put it to the side for a little bit. Um, but the cool thing about that audio is that it helped me as far as being able to do the whole podcasting thing, right? Because gotcha. it's super intimidating when you first get into it. Mm -hmm. It's like, what do I do? What cable goes here? Um, what connection do I need in order to do this? So I got lucky in the sense that I already had like a little bit of training beforehand gotcha. to be able to piece it together. Um, so that's essentially my intro. Then COVID happened and you had a lot of free time. <laughs> and that free time led to listening to a lot of podcasts and me going, I can do this. So I came on board... Oh, January, February, mm -hmm. and we're in January again. Yeah. So it's damn full in fucking long, circle, a whole fucking almost a year. Can you believe it's twenty twenty three? No, I can't. I mean, I can. Can you? I can. I feel like this. 
I feel like 2022 flew by really quick. I feel like I couldn't wait for 2022 to be over. What was wrong with 2022? Ah, uh, what wasn't wrong with it? We're not going to get into me. This is not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not about it, me here. It was, it, was, it, was, it was rocky. So November 2022 mm -hmm. Correct. is when you started. Well, oh, I'm sorry. November 2020. Pandemic year. November 2020. Yeah. 2020. Okay. Yeah. During that whole COVID lockdown, because, dude, we had nothing to do. You know, we were in the crib watching TV. Um, I didn't get a stimulus check, which was depressing. A bunch of people did, but you had a oh, lot of free shit. Time. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about no stimulus checks or no unemployment or anything about uh, that. <laughs> this guy maxed out on it and everything. No, but I mean, that was, that was, that was pretty cool. I mean, I always said at the height of the pandemic, once I found out like, oh shit, this is real. Everybody's going to be sitting in the fucking house. The streets are fucking empty. I was in LA yeah, and streets were fucking empty. LA got hit hard. And everybody was like, man, this is the end of the world. This is the end of the world. And I was like, I'm kind of optimistic about this shit. You what know what I mean? Optimistic though. Because I knew for, for whatever reason, nobody just, just a thought in my head. I might've been crazy at the time. I knew that people sitting in the house for too long can only sit there and be negative for only a, for, for a certain amount of time before they started getting creative. Uh, I see. And I, and I knew that out of this depression, out of this, this bad situation that there was going to be some people spawning some new creative ideas. That's going to change the course of life. It's going to change the course of humanity. It's going to change the course of the world. And I don't know if that's actually happened, but there are a bunch of people out here that started a bunch of new businesses. That's true. There's a bunch of people that started podcasts. There's a bunch of people that just started new endeavors that otherwise they would have never thought to do they or have free time to do it or never had the free time to do it. So right now, currently, uh, as of uh, January 2023, there are over 5 million podcasts, seven, 70 million episodes between them. Damn. Okay. So you just kind of, so you just kind of like, without knowing any of that yeah. right now, you just kind of just said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna dive into it." And I still think that it's still un without knowing these numbers, mm -hmm. it's still an unsaturated market. How do you feel about that? Well, I think, I think with anything, right, anything that's popular, you're always gonna have some type of saturation. Mm -hmm. uh, the cool thing about it, though, well, it's two prong, right? It's cool because. The barrier to entry is really low, so you get a bunch of people that want to try it, right? But if you're actually good at the thing and you cut through the noise, mm -hmm. man, the sky's the limit. Like, just looking at the numbers there, obviously it just means that people are listening to podcasts and it's only going to grow. Right. Um, it looks intimidating, and I always say the same thing. Anyone that's ever worried about saturation, you're probably just not that good. You know what I mean? It goes back to me being a rapper before. Right. right? Like, uh, there's rappers coming out every fucking day, and now you want to come to tell me that it's oversaturated. Exactly. Which uh, makes no sense, though. I mean, like, that's li literally sales 101 or marketing 101, right? Right. You want to go to a market where people are buying or people are, you know, interacting with the thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then when people see an area or market that people are interacting with, it, when they're negative, they automatically go, oh my gosh, it's oversaturated. Instead of looking at it and saying, oh shit, there's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. How can I differ myself from the rest of my competition? You know what okay. I mean? So I think it's a super positive thing when you see saturation. Got you. Yeah, I say dive in. So you got the, you, you got the, the how. Mm -hmm. How are we going to get this done? You, 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 you know that. Now the part is the what. Starting this, was it easy coming up with a topic, a genre, uh, like a lane? Well, how did you come up with the lane? How did you find the people? How did you, how did all of this come about? Because you, you got the, I can plug in the cords. Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. Got the, the hardest part. The lights are on. Yeah. The lights are on. 
now I need the content. How did that, how did that look like for you? Was it easy? Was it hard? It was easy because of my approach, right? I wasn't trying to find a perfect way to do it. And even to this day, we haven't even done half the things that we're actually going to do. You know what I mean? Um, but what it was is I gave myself the time to kind of find my voice. Um, I remember when I first turned on the camera, it was the most awkward. And I actually still have footage. I'll probably clip it here. Um, it was one of just the most awkward, like, what do I talk about? What do I do? Mm-hmm. And the cool thing, when we uh, first podcast we did was the In the Biz podcast. And what made it easy was just talking about things that I went through on a daily basis, working right. in the service industry. Gotcha. So it just made it natural. It was just a natural fit. And I think the mistake that people make is they try to go in lanes where they're not well-versed. Right. Or they try to be a quote-unquote expert in a particular thing. Right. But the weird thing is, or not even the weird thing, the advantage that we have is that at the end of the day, you're always going to be the number one expert of your life. Right. So when you use those life experiences as your vehicle, mm-hmm. like life is, it's just 10 times easier. You don't even have to think about it. Like, what are you uniquely good at that most people would find intimidating? Or you wouldn't even notice because you're that good at it. That's like the same, that, what you just said is, is along the same lines of once you find something that you love to do, you'll never work another day in your life. 100%. I think people try to find stuff, try to, like you said, try to find lanes that they're not good at or they don't know too much about it and say, I'm going to do that. Like you're going to talk about football and you've never been a sports uh, sportscaster. You never, you don't know who the number one quarterback, you don't know who's, who's number one in the draft. You don't know shit about football, but you're an expert and you're going to come out here and talk. Exactly. Right. So you feel like people fell in that part, not knowing what they're talking about. Well, yeah, I think there's a progression, right? I think everyone's trying to be the expert too quick mm-hmm. instead of like, I feel like when you first start, you should essentially like take people on the journey. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that people love that transparency and it's kind of awesome that you don't have to be perfect in the beginning. Right. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, back in high school where you try to seem like the man or, you know, that you're cooler than whatever it is. But these days people can see through the bullshit. Man. You know what I mean? Man. People can see. They can because see they have an example of what, they have a more exa- more bigger example of what the real is. Mm-hmm. So when it's easy to see through the fake. And you can even just see it. Like someone talking to the camera, you can just get a feel. I don't, it's, it's intuition. You I, just I was, tell you, no idea what he's talking about. You're like, wait. There's what? a couple of people out there that I'm just like, fuck that guy. And everybody watches them too. And I'm just like, it's that. cringeworthy. It is. It's Why cringeworthy. give yourself that headache? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think the best approach is just, yeah, take people on the journey. And let's say, I don't know, you wanted to be the king of, um, uh, I don't know, finances or whatever it is, right? right. You want to be the best at stocks and bonds. So instead of positioning yourself in the beginning as I'm the expert here, it's like, yo, I want to learn about stocks and bonds. This is what I learned today. I learned about this and this and this. And people yeah. are kind of learning with you because at the end of the day, the best coaches or the best um, the best guides I've ever had are the people that are close, well, that are doing what I want to do, right? Right. But they're not too far removed from where I am. The closer they're, you are, they're not, they're not at the top where they is their their come up success exactly. is too far behind exactly. and they end up like I don't know there's just I was just out there being young I hate that answer I want the answer of I just went through that 2 months ago Exactly this is what you need to do Little Ray Ray left your job you're like what are you doing now you're like oh just doing this and this and this like it's easy to implement yeah. but if you got a guy in a tuxedo it's like how did you do that it's, it's just really far removed my dad is that kind of guy what like uh, my dad has like a ton of success you know what i mean and when you ask him about it, it's yeah. just like, well, I don't know, you know, it's just, uh, it's, just it's, it's too far removed. From it's it. too far removed from like the excitement of making your first hundred thousand or your first hundred million or whatever the case, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's 100%. too far. Like you, you've already made it. You're comfortable, you know, like yeah. the like the Apple guy. What do you do for a living? 
I, I play golf with big titty women. You know, <laughs> that's not the answer. That's not the answer. Your 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 students are one. They want to know that. Exactly. <laughs> they want to know what did you do to have this big titty woman to get to this point right yeah. here? <laughs> Make her want to golf with you. What what college you went? What courses did you take and shit? So no, I mean, I think, I think for you, what you're trying to get into right now is the 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 digital information sales part, right? Oh yeah. I don't have the exact numbers, but I believe it was $125 billion industry. <sighs> and in two years it's going to jump to 325 billion. Like the e-learning space is here to go. People are replacing traditional schooling or uh, education mm -hmm. with learning the specific thing that they want online. So it's just an industry that's blowing up. And yeah, no, I've hundred percent started to um, get into that field. And it's not that I'm an expert on, you know, this and this, but what it is, is that if I have a particular set of skills, right? Right. And I know it can benefit someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Packaging and just putting it out there is just. Cause I mean, I think especially when you have a product like that, where you, like you said, you're not too far removed from the come up mm -hmm. and then you're putting out your recent success. Um, I think what I, what I was going to say, the other part of that is a lot of people have problems starting up. So if you can break down that stress of starting up and say, I know it's hard. Absolutely. I know it's stressful, but this is what you can do. People are going to buy that. I think I personally, a lot of people would jump on that. Absolutely. You know and what I mean? It's just, you know, honestly, we're in the age of, you just have to be authentic. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't even have to give bold claims. Like I know during the pandemic, you probably saw it too. There were a bunch of like, it was a, a surge of coaches, right? They were out there. But what it was is they were, they were lying. You know what I mean? Like they like didn't the Derek have, Graces and all those guys and shit like got that. really... It blew up. The space blew up, but I think kind of got a negative connotation because you had a bunch of people teaching stuff that they don't know, and it kind of gave a lot of people like a sour taste in their mouth. Like, right. Um, but the cool thing now, um, kind of piggybacking off what you said now, 2023, we're getting into like a recession. And all it is is essentially just balancing um, all, like all the cash that we had coming in in 2000 for all those people starting those businesses. Right. And what you see now is a lot of businesses just shutting down, and the market's kind of like correcting itself. Right. right. So I find it to be super interesting as far as that aspect. So you sounds like you have a plan walking into this depression period. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You're like, fuck that. Ain't no depression over here. Niggas Dude, is happy. I'm telling you, most, most millionaires <laughs> are made during recessions. Bro, bro, Disney was started in a recession. I'm telling I, you. That's the biggest thing I try to tell people. Like, And that was part of my psyche thinking like pre-COVID. Yeah. Or like pre-COVID leading up to the, the shutdown. There's a lot of things that happen in these bad times. You know what I mean? A lot. And that's and Disney is just one example. You, you know, for people because you know the majority of people are going to be hurting during it. Um, but your focus can't be there. You know what I mean? Your right. focus has to be on, yo, how can I take advantage of this? Right. And position yourself. But a lot of people, a lot of people want results that are different from everybody else, but they still act like everyone else. You know what I mean? Mm. You're not going to get different results and stand out if you're trying to fit in with everyone else. Or continuously doing the same thing. Yeah, that's What's insanity. that called? Insanity? Oh, yeah. That's one of those things. We don't put that in bold letters right <laughs> across the bottom of the shit. <laughs> and this is insanity. <laughs> and it's so true. But the thing is, you don't see it when you're in it. You know what I mean? There are right. times where I look back, I'm like, why did I keep doing that? Mm. But you don't know it until, A, someone points it out to you, someone mm. that's not... Because you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. Mm. So when you have someone else pointing out to you, you're like, oh, shit. Um, or you just got to look back and be like, you, you can use your prior experiences to, you know, um, to be able to apply it in the future. But, yeah, I think the big, the easiest way that I've learned and been able to progress with mistakes I was constantly making yeah. uh, was to have someone else point at it. Right. Um, so I think you need that. 
Oh, but but uh, but but the, also the flip side to that, a lot of people can't accept that because you want that. I think a lot of people want that. They want the feedback, but they expect the feedback to be, "Oh man, you're doing a good job." Uh, you know what? I, you know it. what I mean? When yeah. you get the, "Hey man, that shit kind of sucked." I think you should kind of do this. It's when you don't want to. You got to break down those walls. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So I feel like you have to set up your friendships like that, right? Because I have friends where they're essentially my accountability. Mm. So I'll meet up with them maybe like once a week or whatever it is, right? Give them bam, bam, bam. And the expectation that I have is, yeah, I want honest feedback. Right. But I set those expectations ahead of time and I, I do it. I know it's not going to be comfortable, mm. but I set it up that way because I know not being comfortable is what's going to make me grow. Was was that something that you had to learn? Like, I, for me, mm-hmm. like coming up doing sales, being an entrepreneur, there's a lot of shit that I had to listen to that I didn't agree with at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just somebody, hey, this is, I can see it. Absolutely. This is this is what you're doing. This is the pattern. Like, I can see you can't see it. Man, fuck that, bro. What Absolutely. are you talking about? That ain't me. I don't do that shit. No, I do do that shit. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, it, it took a long time for me, myself, to get out of that mode of, like, he's not talking shit to me. He's not trying to tear me down. This is, I asked for this. This yeah. is the feedback that I asked for. How did you, was that something that you told yourself that you had to be coached on that? It was just trial and error, been through it so many times. I'm like, I can't, I don't know everything. hundred percent. Honestly, I think books help too. Um, I hate physically reading books, but I love audio books. And a lot of audio programs really made me question some of the limiting beliefs I had in the past. Mm. And at the end of the day, we all still have some type of limiting beliefs. Um, but whenever you progress to like a different level, anytime I've made any significant um, improvement in any aspect of life, it was always the first thing I had to change was just my mindset. And it's one of those words that's just overused, mm-hmm. but it's essentially just having the belief before it happens that it's going to happen or it's possible. Right. So that's one of the biggest things. Like when I see someone accomplish something, it's a great indicator. Okay, this can be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do I work backwards? Like from where you're at, like how do I bridge that gap? Um, so as far as honestly, man, it comes to setting yourself up for success in the sense that, I don't know, let's say I'm struggling in, um, a particular area, right? Mm -hmm. I want to set an environment where I can't suck at it. So for example, if I want to run a marathon, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to set it up where I guess one of the biggest things for me, I hate disappointing people. So I'll set it up in a way where if I don't do the thing, I would disappoint people. So I tell them for a week straight, I'm going to make sure I'm posted, I'm running, blah, blah, blah. If I don't post, well, I can stop running, right? But if I, the thing that'll make me keep running is the fact that I know everyone's going to be watching. Mm. So I'm setting myself up like, oh shit, I really have to do it because I know my ego can't take that hit. So I'm using my personality and setting up an infrastructure where I'm forced to do the thing that I need to do. So you put the responsibility on you Mm -hmm. and- now the people are dependent on that and they're looking for you to do that. Now that that holds you accountable. That's your accountability. Exactly. Got you. So just set up an environment where you have to do the thing. Bro, that's a that's a that's a different type of beast. Like I told you guys when I introduced this motherfucker, I said, This is the man. This guy. I'll do the that. legend. This guy. You know what I mean? Dude, it, it it but it's it's too far in between that you come across these type of people. You know what I mean? That's just like self-starters that take on that, that seek the responsibility. You know what I mean? A lot of people run from responsibility for whatever reasons and for whatever situation, you know, um, it takes a different type of beast to run in, to run towards it. 
Well, I think that's the thing, though. It's to like, see see the monster and be like, oh, I'm going to go get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, though, any jump that you make in anything, it starts with that. Like even, I think Will Smith, I can't even take credit. Will Smith said the best things in life. God put the, God put the best things in life on the other side of fear. And when I look back at all the things where I'm like, yo, that was a highlight. Mm-hmm. Like one of my highlights was skydiving. Right before I jumped out that plane, right. terrified. But after I did it, I was like, huh, this is awesome. Or even that one girl, my heart's beating. I can't even talk to her. Yeah. As soon as I talk to her, best feeling in the world. Okay. So, so how long was the podcast idea? You said since college or high school? No, as far as the podcast idea, that was literally pandemic. Okay. So to just actually start doing my own. What 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 was that like? Did you have a problem getting started, or was it just like, did you do you feel when you started? And I hate this feeling. When you started, did you have a feeling of I should have started this shit like three months ago? No. Or you were right on ago. time. Oh, five, five years. Five years ago. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> I hate crazy. that fucking thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's that thing they say, uh, best time to start was 10 years ago, but the second best time is right now. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had that same feeling like, you know, damn, I could have done this. And then like right now, even when I watch a podcast, like you're almost like critiquing it in your head. Like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. So I kind of had that feeling. Mm. Um, so yeah, 100%. But at the end of the day, I think, I think it was pr- proper timing. Got I it. needed to learn lessons that I had before in order to apply it here. So mm. I'm telling you, this is gems. Stop it. Stop it. Gems, bro. <laughs> this is gems. Other people's got Tim's. We got gems <laughs> over here, bro. We're on the East Coast too. Fuck all that. <laughs> hey, this coffee got me lit. Look, I ain't never drank black coffee. I'm telling you. This shit is black coffee right here. <laughs> no sugar. No sugar. I'm telling you, bro. You can't go back after a week. Hell no. Nah. I'm telling you. Man, dude, it was great talking to you. Pleasure was mine, well, man. Great chopping it up with you, bro. Like I said, um, if I, you probably might be the single-handed reason why the the podcast is on paper and being done versus being instilled in my head. You know what I mean? I'm sure it would have come out eventually. Eventually. Eventually it would have came out. Yeah. But I don't want it to be 10 years from now. That's fair. We're in the now right now. Yeah, absolutely. So that being said. Thanks for chopping it up with me, my guy. Pleasure having me, man. We missed that. We got to work on that. Yeah, yeah, we got to. Pleasure having me, man. And like I said, man, your podcast and your content's great. So uh, hopefully uh, you allow me back on your show one of these days. Um, Have my fingers crossed. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure. (laughs) We'll see. We'll visit the panel. All right, y'all. I'll catch up with y'all later. Peace.